0: This episode of Press for Time is brought to you by Aver Media, a leader in digital video and audio that's unleashing the power of 4K HDR game capture and streaming for today's PC and console gamers.
1: what's up everybody welcome back this is press for time a gaming age podcast i as always am your host tyler nethers joined this week by my young friend Braden. hello and we're here to talk about sweet
0: sweet video game news with all y'all i hope you're excited uh um, yeah, we are yeah we're excited nothing too exciting nothing too exciting this week but there are some things that will be coming up that we will be excited to talk about in the next i week am excited so. this week Braden. i well, am excited to be here with you are you uh, well, obviously, that's, you know, that's always exciting. Yeah. Um, hey,
1: if any of you guys got a chance to check out our stream, uh, be it while we were actually doing it in the wee hours of the night or, you know, the next day going back and watching it on Twitch, I really appreciate you guys checking us out and uh, following the show. We're going to start doing a lot more stuff um, here. We're definitely going to hit our stream goals this week, and we have some fun surprises in store for you guys here later. We'll be doing a... Uh, far cry new dawn stream on wednesday i'm excited um, for that yeah so what what is that wednesday the 13th yes. wednesday the 13th at 10 p.m eastern standard time we're gonna have far cry new dawn streaming uh brady sure, and i are gonna stream should, some co-op hours. we may stream some single player we'll see we'll see what uh the day brings but we'll be doing that on wednesday so definitely come check it out uh gaming age or twitch.tv slash gaming age um we'll be plugging it here it'll be in the podcast description as well as we'll be tweeting about it all this week to get you guys ready so definitely come check it out if you're interested in far cry um and then just if you want to be part of the the fun and exciting community that we have
0: um for this week
1: though there's not there really is not a whole lot braden was not lying
0: i was trying to find because i've I've been trying to do because every time i see a new news article i'll try to save it and i'm from reddit or whatever and i'll go back to it i'm like oh you know this couldn't really find anything all that great this week. Uh, there were a few things. I know Nintendo put out, like, a big list of, like, 40-something games that are coming to the Switch, but it was all just a bunch of, like, indie crap that I'm like, eh, not really newsworthy. I've yeah. seen the video if they care. For every but, 40
1: like, indie games awesome. that are coming to the Switch, there are two that are really good. Yeah. So. So. Um, but, hey, circling back to last week, we talked about an unknown... Battle Royale coming from Respawn, Fire, the creators which turned of out Titanfall.
0: To, yeah, that turned out to not be bogus at all. Uh, we were given Apex Legends. It is free-to-play, same style as you know, a lot of Battle Royale's uh, movement system akin to that of Titanfall 2's minus the whole jump kit, wall-running, double-jump thing that I saw a lot of people mad about. They were like, well, why, can't, why don't we have full pilot movement? But if they played the campaign... There is a legitimate reason why no one can do that. It's the whole pilots are the only ones that can do that. You have to be best of the best, blah, blah, blah. But otherwise, so far, so good. Uh, eight heroes to start off with, with a wide variety of abilities, like the multiplayer of the second game of Titanfall. Uh, they released a like full rest of the year roadmap that was detailing, I think it was month specific, but I don't know if it was month specific or more of like a seasonal thing. I'd have to go back and find the image again that they put out. And it was there were there were at least four new confirmed characters that they are going to be putting out, new weapons, a couple other new things that I forget off the top of my head. And I'm the way that they have the fact that the map is named makes me think that they're going to put out new maps. And I think that would be pretty cool to see what all that where all they take that. But yeah, it's a free-to-play battle rail by respawn, developers of Titanfall. X-Infinity Ward guys, guys that were behind Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, whatnot, and it's blown up. So if you have definitely haven't played it, you definitely go and should. It is really good.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's outstanding. And I'm, you know, I'm one of those... I was a Battle Royale hater for a long time. I really liked Call of Duty's Blackout mood, um, but kind of fell off pretty quick with that one and moved back to other things. This is hands down the best that Battle Royale's been. Uh, I think it kind of revitalizes the genre or at least brings yet another group of gamers into the battle royale genre that maybe wouldn't have touched it before i mean specifically me if i didn't have to review or have to if i didn't get to review call of duty i probably wouldn't have sat down and spent the time with blackout that i did and uh, apex legends is the first one that i had no obligation to play but it's it's just great it's been really fun to sit down and play with you guys and we streamed it for a few hours the other night, and uh, yeah. we've got a couple couple wins under our belt. And it just, it just plays so good, and it feels so good. And, you know, part of that is the Titanfall uh, gunplay and Titanfall's yeah. movement. But part of it's just the way that they made this game. It is, it is totally unique. It's something you can definitely like and appreciate without being a Titanfall fan.
0: It definitely... St- like, you can tell that while they are still a Titanfall developers, and a lot of the gunplay is like, you know, it, this is these guns are straight out of Titanfall. They shoot, like, all the recoil patterns. Damn it. It's all straight out of Titanfall 2. Like, it was probably more so... I mean, it's... You can look at it and go, well, it's an acid flip. Yeah. But it also makes it where if you're a fan of the series and you've been following Respawn for the last... God, what have... Titanfall's been coming out, what, last... I think 2014 was when the first one came out? 2013? Something like that. So it was, you know... These games have, you know, they've been coming out for a while, but, you know, for the fans who have been with the series for so many years, you know, for the last, like, five years or so, however long it's been since Titanfall's come out. Uh, it's March 11th of 2014
1: is when Titanfall 1
0: came out. Okay, so yeah, 2014, so, you according know, for the last Google, almost five years. According to Google users, ninety percent, 97% of people liked this video game. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good game uh if you've been you know with the friends of the series for the last five years you're used to the gunplay nothing is too new a lot of the guns have the same feel they've had for the same half a decade like you're you're gonna be able to hop right into this and enjoy it even if you're used to other shooters i think you'll still be able to get a grasp on it pretty quickly because there's not like a super high skill ceiling at least i don't think because i'm not the greatest at pc shooters but even i can still get a couple wins here and there it's not too bad but all the different hero abilities and everything make it so just varied to play because you're never doing the same thing over and over. Every round feels drastically different. Also with my experience with playing a little bit of PUBG and Blackout, it just it feels like it's the same thing over and over. And I mean I guess that's kind of what the Battle Royale genre is as a whole. But I feel like Apex Legends hits a certain blend of just everything and it does it right. There's yeah. no BS microtransactions, nothing like that. I mean, yeah, it's a free-to-play game. They've got to make money. It's EA, there's microtransactions. But I think it shows a lot about like respawns dedication to the fans and the only thing you're paying for is cosmetic you're not buying it's kind yeah, of it's, it's not in your
1: face it, it is the overwatch system but it's not in your face it's not like right. you know every time you log on it's like hey here are the th- 17 things you can buy and it, 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 yeah. it follows the same way that overwatch is you actually you kind of have to search out the micro <laughs> yeah. in overwatch um it's the same with apex legends like you just sit and play the game and never be bothered by a micro transaction and you, I, I think you hit the nail right on the head it every single game we played felt
0: totally different than all the others and i think a lot of it has to do with as as a huge part of that i think we owe that to the fact that it's more of like a hero i don't want to call it a hero shooter because it's not technically a hero shooter it's inspired by them and you can tell it's inspired by games like siege and overwatch as far as the characters go but they all play so different that you can pick anyone in the game that you want and, you know, you're going to have a different experience regardless because everyone plays everybody differently and everyone's, you know, got certain ways they like to play certain characters. So, and I think that's what allows every game to feel so, I guess, sporadic and in the moment because, you know, you'll land far away from someone and you're like, oh, you know, we've got these characters that are good at, like, getting out of places and keeping cover. But, and you'll, you know, you'll think you're stacked because you've got all these bigger guns, LMG sniper rifles, what have you. And then you'll walk 30 feet. And there's suddenly a whole squad behind you because they've also got characters that are based around stealth and getting up on people. And you're like, okay, this isn't going the way I thought it was going to. And so everything that I've noticed, it's like every round is ends up in a different predicament. You never, ever have the same one. Yeah. Just, just so you're just talking like- about it makes me want to go play more Apex Legends. <sighs> I played a bunch of it today and it was, ugh. It, I, like, getting, getting myself just beaten to the dirt in that game doesn't feel bad because it's so fun to play. It just feels good. It never feels unfair when you get smoked. No, because I think that the best part of that is the time to kill people. There was a couple issues. Where people were like, well, you should really lower it. I think it's in a place where games like PUBG, you know, you get shot once in the head with any sniper rifle, you're dead. Apex Legends, you got the armor for it because the way that it works is armor will reduce a percentage of damage, uh, depending on the weapon. And they've got it like I think every gun has a different percentage that it will have its damage reduced, which I think is cool. It's not just lmgs do so much damage the only difference is fire rate and appearance or whatever uh, ars aren't th- that way every gun feels so differently that if you and i, I see this a lot on the subreddit is people complain about guns being either too overpowered or too underpowered but if you know your movement and you know how to use a gun you will probably more than likely win that gunfight against someone who might have a theoretically stronger gun but don't know how to use it yeah and that's something that i can really enjoy is it's if you mess up, like you either got flanked and they outplayed you or you're not shooting them. Like there is a distinct difference between in other battle royales. You're like, okay, that doesn't really seem uh, like that should have happened as opposed to Apex, where it's, I know that we got screwed and yeah. it doesn't feel like you're getting messed up or like it's unfair. Like everything feels balanced, which is surprising for a free to play. I think this is the first genuinely AAA battle royale with the level of polish that we've seen. To come out, and I know people are like, "Well, Fortnite's got a good development, yeah," but there's a certain level of balancing that they are constantly dealing with. I've noticed as far as weapons and all that new crap that they're adding every, every weapon. They months. have has
1: 37 updates.
0: Yeah, it goes through. everything, and there are weapons that to, were pulled. It's hard to build a game,
1: and I'm gonna I'm gonna shit on Fortnite for a second. It's <laughs> it's really hard to build a game whose the entire hook is to swindle 13 year olds out of their money. It's hard to build a game with that being your core business mechanic and Mm -hmm. still bring AAA polish to gamers that actually want some substance. You know what I mean? They understand people across all groups and ages and genders and races and creeds play Fortnite and love it, whatever. The game is built to take money from prepubescent children. Okay, that's that's what that game is built to do, and that's why they make billions of dollars, because all these kids taking their parents' money and going into GameStop and buying PlayStation Network cards and spending fifty bucks on Fortnite skins. All right, that's that's the entire that's the entire hook <laughs> of the game. Um, so
0: yeah, I think Apex Legends. Really... I and mean, that's with all Battle rails now, mostly. Yeah. Uh, I think the only one I played that didn't have that kind of mechanic, because PUBG's now all aboard the skin train for guns and everything. Yeah, they're a little um, late to
1: that party, though.
0: Yeah, well, I think Fortnite actually got weapon skins like a year after PUBG did. I honestly don't remember. I haven't played either in a long time. Yeah. Uh, but I think the only other Battle Royale game i played that doesn't have such a heavy emphasis on buying skins is Ring of Elysium, but that's more... They still do have like that stupid battle pass kind of system yeah um but i mean that's it's a way to give play like you pay you know you're playing a free-to-play game you pay 15 bucks maybe 10 15 bucks for this pass and you've got you know three four months to unlock everything and so it gives you a reason to grind and play the game or whatever you know, you know instead of just the usual i'm just gonna keep playing until i win or something like that which i mean you know that's whatever but other than that like i don't apex and ring of Elysium don't Shove microtransactions in your face. They want you to play the game. They want you to, you know, just play their game and not worry about, oh God, you know, what do I have to buy now? Or like what stupid microtransactions are going to come out now? What stupid skins or whatever? Mm-hmm. No, everything can be done in game. And I think Apex is, for a, being a free to play, has so much polish and so much focus on what can we give the player and what would the player want. And it's not buy this stupid emote or buy this stupid skin or an, Fortnite's case for some reason, like this trail that follows you when you're jumping out of the bus or whatever. I'm like, what? really? Yeah. I just want to play the game. I don't care about what I look like or what colors flashing behind me as I fall from the sky. Yep. All right. Enough about enough about yeah. Fortnite and battle royales and play themselves
1: actions, getting my getting my blood up. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about Sekiro. Change gears a little bit. Yeah. Sekiro's PC specs were released, and I. Okay, so pleasantly surprised and also a bit nervous. Um, The specs for Sekiro, the minimum system requirements, are almost the same as what they were for Dark Souls 3. They're a little bit higher, but I mean, it's pretty much exactly the same. Um, So, I don't know. Dark Souls 3 looks great, don't get me wrong. But from what we've seen of Sekiro's gameplay, it... It looks like it should require a lot more. You know I think I mean? from
0: it definitely shows with some of their older games, especially with them re-releasing, you know, Souls games uh, over. With it, it, definitely shows that they've gotten a lot better about needing less power to do more. Yeah. And so I think Sekiro is going to be that you know their latest jump from being able to make a game look better and rec- you know not require such a big jump. Because Dark Souls 1, just even with high specs, just it struggled. It did. uh, Until the remaster came out. Yeah, and when you had DS Fix and all that. That was their first game that wasn't, you know, uh, an exclusive as far as with the whole Souls like genre or whatever. Because Demon Souls is a PlayStation exclusive, it was their first one. Didn't really go as big as they did with Dark Souls 1 and all the following games. So it really goes to show, like, if you look at all of the games that they put out, you can see the growth in their development as they go on. Yeah. So, I mean, Dark Souls 3 was beautiful on PC, and it didn't, like, you know, if you've got, like, a higher end of the mid-range hardware, you're probably going to still be able to max that game out, and it'll probably still run pretty pretty smooth.
1: Yeah, the recommended specs, um, you're going to need an Intel i5-2500K, k 8 gigs of RAM, uh, GeForce GTX
0: 970, so... I mean, mean, that's not bad, in all honesty, for recommended in 2019. Like, you know, we're going in, you know, uh, first quarter 2019 is going to start wrapping up here end of March. You know, that's when the fiscal quarter ends, um, is that in March? And we're almost 2020 and all this new hardware that's coming on, we're still like – to see that as recommended, I'm like, really? Wow. Okay. They're either optimizing really well, or they might have sacrificed a little bit in certain places, which, I mean, That's I don't care. That's what I'm saying, yeah. So I'm hoping... I don't, I don't play a Soulsborne game to go, oh, wow, look how pretty it looks. I play a Soulsborne game to like, wow, that boss looks like it's going to stomp me into the floor. Right. I want to beat the crap out of it.
1: No, for sure. I'm just hoping... I'm hoping it's the first and not the second. I'm hoping yeah. that they optimize it really well, and it's not... It's not just kind of a meh game, because, you know, fair or unfair kind of one of the big standards we judge new games on, is how how does it look? Because so many games look so freaking good anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Well, look at... Oh, God. What are some of the ones that come out? Resident Evil 2, the detail in that game is just ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, they don't have, like, these big, open, sprawling environments. So they're able to put a lot more into a lot smaller of a space. But still, you've got games like God of War, Resident Evil 2, even, like, ones that came out last year. Like, Far Cry 5 looked pretty good. Yeah. All going back, back to Horizon. Rider yeah zero dawn's amazing yeah that game looks really good like the ps4 is definitely shown like even with cur- with hardware they figure what that's got to be eight years old yeah ish. maybe a little less give From, or take
1: when they started building i mean you look at yeah it now with the ps4 pros and the slims right. and well, stuff like that yeah not right, but many don't people playing like base on. model yeah
0: like I played God of War on a base PS4 and I ran with that stable 30, no hiccups, no drops. Yeah. Even a few moments it looks like my frame rate like went up a little bit and I was like, "All right, then." Yeah. Yeah, I put mine I'm Monster playing on the Hunter Pro. Even.
1: Yeah, I'm playing on the Pro so I have it at 1080p 60 frames cuz that's yeah. you know, you don't you don't <laughs> sacrifice <laughs> frames for resolution, but we can we can get into that later. Um yeah. and yeah, it just it looks looks really really good. Um surprisingly. So A lot of times, I have a problem with Ubisoft games not optimizing correctly for me on PC. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, The Division 2, the
0: closed beta, ran very, very well for me. I The game itself ran very, like, smooth. I did have issues with a little bit of, like, I think they did fix the issues that I had with servers where I was getting kicked off every 15, 20 minutes. So I think that was more of a server thing. Like, that's not the game itself. I had, like, I don't think I've dropped below maybe 80, 90 frames. I'm on a 1070 Ti, so I'm not excuse me in like a, a lower end of the power department. Like, I'm up there, all things considered. But I mean, I've had no, like, my frames have been so stable and so smooth, and the game looks really good. Well, oh, it looks good and it plays good, man. Yeah, it it just like that's another game like we're talking about Apex It just feels good to play. Like Division Two, I think is going to be solid, and it doesn't come out for another month. So, you know, unless you're Anthem and you're kind of you're looking rocky a week out of launch. Yeah, you know, Division Two just it felt really really good, and I'm I'm honestly excited for it. I enjoyed the first one. Uh, I'm go- I enjoy the setting of two a lot more. The whole not being a snowy
1: yeah pink,
0: wasteland feels a lot better. DC is a great, a great setting. And, uh, yeah. you know, we were able well, that to, might be just because uh, I love DC as a whole. Like I love going there and whatnot, but still no, like what sure. remains.
1: And a big part of, uh, what I liked about it. Went, so I got to go out to North Carolina and play the game for a few hours, um, in the studio. And yeah. D C is just it's so diverse. Like there, there's so much that you can do outside oh, of the, Oh yeah. You know, New York was just city block after city block after city block after city block. And so sure you have With sometimes you got a small park thrown in there. Right, right. D C is there's so much more to that environment and yeah. Um the guys that worked on the game did so much to bring that diverse environment out and to really allow the player to Take advantage of the environment change and really feel the difference. So it, it shows in the final product. And they they did yeah. a really good job
0: of diversifying the landscape and kind of bringing. Still making it that, like, kind of everything has gone to hell. Oh, but yeah. at the same time, there's still a certain beauty to, like, everything's all grown over and everything. Like, if you play the Division one you're aware that everything's going to hell. The, like, diseases, humanity is kind of like, oh, God, we're struggling. Mm-hmm. And then the two is kind of like, It's kind of gotten worse, but people have found it a lot easier to, like, I guess, still be people and still have society. And it really shows. And I think the best part about DC is it's such a diverse city. I don't know if it's, would you classify it as, I guess you classify that as a city. What's Um, that, DC? Yeah. 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 And so, but there's so many like, even today, like, if you go to visit DC, there's so many different kinds of areas around there because it hasn't, It's not like it's one of those places that's changed over time. It's they've added more over time. So you get all these different kinds of areas just even going there in real life. And that translates into the game really well. Like all the environments are so different. You know, one minute you'll be running through like kind of a small city block. And then you're running through some government building or you're in a subway or you're in a park. Like a big field or like a big... I, I don't know the term, for like a, like the Yard of the White House or something. And it just, it looks really good. And they did a really good job of bringing everything into the game. And that's just the closed beta. Like, I think the, op- I don't know when the open beta is scheduled for it, but I'm probably going to definitely be diving into that. And then I'm excited for the full game to see what else is all there. Because we only have access to so much region space. I think there's like two of them that you get access to, like two sectors, the map you get access to in the closed beta. And it looks like there's like eight or nine maybe more. Yeah. No,
1: I it's you know it kind of went from not off my radar, but it definitely wasn't on my list of games that I was super looking forward to this year. It it went from that to I mean like top 5 games that I'm yeah. looking forward to for the year. So I'm i I mean really Sekiro is still my number one, well, it, you I know, mean, yeah. You got, <laughs> you know, Sekiro, Neo 2 and Ghost of Tsushima if that actually comes out this year. My yeah. my three samurai and ninja Titles that I'm doing this year, those hmm. are all, all heavy hitters. And then if Death Stranding comes out this year, I guess they did a, they let some folks play it behind closed doors, and they weren't allowed oh, to say weird. anything about, about, about that. it. Yeah, they weren't allowed to say anything about it, other than just very general impressions. And everybody said they were just blown away by Dude, what it is.
0: Oh God, I don't remember if I sent that to you or not. But there was a tweet that I found that I forgot. That was one of the things I was thinking about earlier. Now that you meant since you mentioned Death Stranding, it came back to me some director or some movie director came out and he was like, Playing that game, you are not ready for it. You know, I sat down and I played this through, you are not ready for this game. With yeah. just I guess how outstanding and stunning it was and the story and everything and I I mean I've heard nothing but good things from everyone that's gone to play whatever tests or whatever that they were doing. Yeah.
1: So I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be good. I have a lot of faith and my man kojima to do something amazing so
0: he's never let anybody down before it's true. he's confusing yeah. as hell but he's, he's never really strange. let anybody
1: down i don't know if he didn't uh if he didn't link up with kanye
0: he probably let kanye down <laughs> maybe maybe don't but, know you know we're not worried about that we're we're more concerned about how good death Stranding is going to be that's right i heard uh, it was pretty terrifying so, we touched on it a little bit, we
1: talked about Division, um, we talked about Anthem for a second. How do you feel about, so after playing the demo, uh, we talked about it a bit last week, but how do you feel about Games as a Service right now? Is it, Do you think we're going to keep going that direction, or do you feel like people are kind of cooling on it, and uh, um, we're going to see that kind
0: of formula die off? I don't want to say it's dead, because the games that are doing Games as a Service are doing it well, like an example of that, that I will always go back to to talk about how good it's doing. Ubisoft games, I guess. I mean, look at Division; they're still putting out content. For like the first game, just got its last like update not too long ago. For Honor, still getting content updates. They just did an Assassin's Creed crossover not too long ago. Um, C just been going strong for like three, four years, and they're just doing yearly content passes for that. So you know, I consider that as a game as a service. I think it's one of everyone that I've spoken to about that topic is that's their biggest thing is like, look at a Ubisoft game. They're doing a games as a service and they do it well. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if it's going to be, I think Call of Duty tried to do that here with Black Ops 4 and they talked about how they wanted to go. But that's going so far down just yeah. a rabbit hole of just garbage and people are so mad with Activision and everything that I think... Yeah, and, and I mean, Call of Duty receipt. is not a fair
1: comparison. It, they, no. they went,
0: they went hard. They leaned hard into the battle royale route. They
1: didn't take a Destiny style. You know, you're leveling up in the game,
0: and there's kind of story missions that you do, and then you have side missions that yeah. you do, and then you just. There's another game that's and... good as James the Service Destiny. No. They'll get put out new expansions and stuff. That's my that's my thing. I feel like that that's dying. You know, the fan base. is yeah, I would say so. Ship.
1: Um, you know, every time they release an update everybody comes back for a minute and then yeah. more and more people fall off and more and more people decide that it's not worth I their think, time anymore and are getting frustrated with it. And they're just like, you know what? I just I just want a game. I just, I just want a game that I can play yeah. in a package. And I don't want to worry about is my light level too low to play the next expansion.
0: I think uh, one of the biggest things with that is this, I'm just shooting for the moon here with this assumption, but I think developers are looking at games of a service as, well, we can take whatever time we want to release new content because we claimed our game is a game as a service. So even if people are paying for new content, we can put it out whenever because we're claiming that it's a service. It's not something you're gonna be getting, you know, at any specified time. Yeah. And I think that's really starting to burn people out, i.e. Destiny, Call of Duty, and I think even people are starting to get a little I'm not gonna say people are getting tired of Ubisoft because their games are still populated as all can as you know, as can be. But I think Anything that tries to do it now, I think is probably going to struggle.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. New IPs I think that, in the arena, maybe. Because, yeah. like I said, Division seems like
0: it's really gotten a lot of traction. And it yeah, should, it uh, definitely did. should but, take off. And it's definitely one of those things that as the service, quote-unquote, got more stuff added to it, People, you know, people that may have disliked it at first really came back and went, you know what? This is a pleasurable experience. I like this, and I'm someone who didn't play the division at launch, so I bought the gold edition. I think like a year and a half ago for like twenty bucks in a sale somewhere, maybe not even that. And I, I can't complain about it. I got a lot of content for minimal price. Yeah. and it just it ran good and it felt good and i think anything that tries to do that if you are not already in established games as a service ip or brand i think you're going to have a very difficult time unless you're a free-to-play game or in many cases mmos because that's their entire mantras you're playing a game that's being updated kind of like a service so another yeah. than that MMOs, I think anything else that tries to do that now is probably going to struggle or at least face some kind of difficulty in trying to gain a consistent following. I think you're right. You'll always have right. a following, but you're gonna have an issue trying to build that to a bigger, more bountiful number that companies would want, and you're probably not going to be as successful as games that have been doing this for years, like Siege, yeah. Destiny, Everyone, to Division, combat, um, gamer fall off.
1: They're trying to they're trying to keep the gamers there and keep them from moving on to something else.
0: And I think so. the issue with that is is people. I don't want to say people. I guess a lot of games are doing, especially Destiny. People are starting to get burned out on that because it's the same stuff over and over. People are trying to get burned by Bungie and all the stuff that they put out. It put uh, that they put out. But I think we'll have just have to see who else if anyone does it in the future i guess we'll have to wait and see how their title does and see where that goes but i think as a whole anything that hasn't started in the last christ anything that probably started before 2018 is probably going to struggle if they were not already an established games as a service brand yeah i think they're going to see some difficulty which i don't it doesn't bother me i'm i have no issue supporting a game as a service uh i have no issue with it if it's a game that i can enjoy and i can reliably come back to for entertainment yeah. but I think anything new is going to be able to do it. I think they, I think Anthem even came out and said they wanted to do his games as a service. And I think that's going to get hit really, really hard and not in a good way as a yeah. result of that.
1: Yeah. The, the public reaction to the demos and everything else has been very, um, lukewarm. I feel like, and folks are just kind of like, uh, I don't know if there's enough here. That's going to be different. that's going to keep me on board, but I went out and played that one in San Francisco um, I wrote a little bit about my thoughts on it just based off of the preview build and what we did there. So you can check that out at GamingAge.com um, if you're interested, and as well as my division coverage. You, you can check that out too. Um, you can go to GamingAge.com and just look at, you can type in uh, Tyler Nethers and you can see all the stuff that I've written recently. They're both, they're both pretty recent articles. Um, And, you know, the spirit of self-plugging, I want to talk about the stream a little bit more. You know, we brought it up. It's very, very new. We do not have a huge following yet. We don't have any real following yet. We have a couple people here and there. Um, Definitely come check us out. Uh, It'll be Monday and Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern time for now. Um, I was stuck doing a hundred other things this weekend, but we're going to try to get a couple uh, streams together on the weekends as well to kind of hit a wider audience. But for right now, you can count on Monday and Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Tomorrow... I don't know what we're gonna to stream tomorrow. To either be Apex Legends or more Dark Souls Two. And yeah. Then, like I said, Wednesday we're gonna be streaming Far Cry New Dawn,
0: and that'll. That be, I'm excited for that yeah. is, that'll shape it. That is that is shaping up to look. I mean, I enjoyed Far Cry Five, so I'm excited to see because I know New Dawn takes place. What is it like 20, 30 years after the events of Five? Yeah. Something like that.
1: Yeah. But so that'll be that'll be some pre-release content that we'll be streaming. Far Cry seventy six, if you will. Yeah. No kidding. So definitely come, definitely come check that out. If you guys have any ideas, any thoughts, any games that you want to see us stream or things that you're interested in or just, hey, it would be fun to watch Even you. things you might
0: want to hear get talked about or something yeah. like that.
1: Or yeah, definitely tweet at us. or uh, If you've got anything that you maybe like, like
0: to have us like questions or something that you might want answered or something like that, feel free to go ahead and send that over.
1: Hey, and if you're in the industry or you you work on games or you talk about games or anything like that and you're kind of a small time and you want to come on the show... More than happy to try to set something up to bring you on yeah, to sit down and talk always. with Braden and I and do that. And that's kind of how we got started. So, yeah, um, you can find me on Twitter at thatgamesguy. You can find Braden on Twitter at potatopure.
0: Yeah, I still need to change that. Yeah, <laughs> one of these days.
1: And then you can uh, follow the podcast show. It's ga underscore pressed 4 time with the number four. Um, and obviously, you can follow Gaming Age. It's just Gaming Age on Twitter. And then yeah. our Twitch channel is Twitch.tv slash gaming age. Um, no
0: underscore dash or anything. It's just the word, it's just gaming and age, all one word. Yeah.
1: Um, and then I have two plugs that I want to give real quick. Um, the show, obviously, we've got the commercial at the beginning. The show is brought to you by Aver Media. Um, those are the guys. They make, you know, capture cards. They make microphones for streaming. They make cameras. They make sound bars. They make headsets. They make pretty much anything that you could possibly need. Um, for an at-home stream setup. They make it, and it's super high-quality. They do 4K streaming, 4K game
0: capture, high-quality audio and
1: video capture.
0: Yeah, um, I took a look at it, and I was like, ooh, I might want to pick some of this stuff up at some point. Yeah. because it looked like it was, you know, I'm impressed. I have heard nothing but positive things, so I'm like, you know what, I'm going to have to pick up some of their stuff sometime.
1: Yep, it's super high-quality stuff, um, and very reasonably priced for the for the quality that you're getting. Oh, yeah,
0: that was definitely another big factor.
1: So check them out um the link will be in the description of the show to their website um they they made this show possible so i want to thank those guys and then uh, i want to shout out neon arcadia so that's benny's um musical project that he does outside of outside of video games he's a musician and uh neon arcadia is his his current project that he's working with and they provide the music before and after the show um so if you're interested in checking more of his music out you can follow him on twitter at It's Benny Rose, or you can check out um, Neon Arcadia on Twitter as well. And I'll have a link to their Twitter page in the description for the show. So um, definitely, definitely check them out if you like um, the music before and after the show or just want to see a little bit more about what he does. So Um, I think that covers all the housekeeping for today. Um, Anything else you want to throw in here today, Braden? Uh, No, I got nothing. Uh, well, as always, thank you so much for joining us this week. Um, please, please, please come check out our streams this week. We'd love to have you guys in the chat and love to kind of get some feedback and really, really take this project to the next level. So, um, let us know It'll what you kind think.
0: Of think of it as kind of like a a, a live podcast, but with video games yeah. in the background. As yeah, no kidding. Us talking. Yep, for sure. A uh, uh, little maybe, bit, a little bit more liberal with humor and whatnot. A little bit more, little more little liberal more with later. Everything. Uh, on yeah, the, uh, on the streams.
1: So, yeah. Um, definitely give us your feedback. Let us know what you think, and if you have any suggestions. Uh, bring them to us anywhere that you can Uh, until tomorrow or until next week uh, have a great week and we'll see you guys later
0: goodbye